Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, etc. This morning's uh, Dharma talk is uh, mountains and rivers, which is a question and answers. I can come up with various things to talk about, but sometimes it's better just to take it uh, different directions and uh, have you provide the, the direction for the talk or the this Dharma teaching to take place. So mountains and rivers, number 13. It's not that there, I've done 13, I've probably done a lot more, but I remember, never can remember what the last number was, although in this case I did, it was 12. So there I thought, 13, it'll be 13. Next week it might be 22 or something. Yeah, that's it, go ahead. Jeez, I'm bowing. Yes, sir. You've talked about renaming what we call negativity. Uh, and I was wondering if you could say more about how when we call it something different, it helps us um, work with it in a different way. Um, Very good. So it, it brings in uh, brings in a little bit of uh, a space and it, it does it through the intellect because you're naming something. You, you say pomegranate or you say uh, uh, cheese whiz. Had a cheese whiz lately? Probably not. But it, it, by doing that, a little bit of sense of humor and you know you're not obstructing what is arising the depression but you're you're also not necessarily agreeing with it in in the fourth conduct so just a way of talking about it somebody else i mean my goodness if stephen bachelor came here he might just shred what i'm saying all due respect to stephen bachelor but it's meant to be help you work with what is arising in the mind is sometimes just overwhelming. Someone who says, comes to any kind of conclusion that they have depression is, you know, there's only a few options for that. Uh, and most of them are not so good. For instance, all the medications, mood stabilizers and so on. Don't misunderstand. You heard me say don't misunderstand a lot. It's very easy to misunderstand what I'm saying to you. I'm not against those against those. I, I just think it might be good to train your awareness first, rather than immediately they go right into the mundane or materialistic way of trying to fix a problem. You know, I wish I could come up with a good metaphor for that, but so far it hasn't. It's, it's like trying to work on something, you don't know what it is, and yet, but you know that you, you can have some control if you can just stop it from happening. So let's just smother it. That's the way to treat an unruly child. Smother them rather than nurture them, raise them, work with them. That's what your depression is. It's an unruly child. But it needs to be there. How do you know? Because it's there. It's dependently risen. Don't fight with your life. Don't fight with reality unless you have to. And then, of course, lose. That word, of course, is an interesting word combination. Of course. That means, of course. You knew that, that it meant, of course. Means, well, of course, lose. Look at the words you use. Listen to the, what you're saying. I am. If you talk. Sir. Jeez, I'm bowing. So we may work with changing what we label something. Should we work with how we act? Less is better. So uh, insofar as you can, work with uh, what is arising as an emotion. We're working with, talking about depression. So, so far as you can, less is better. Don't do much with it. Don't, don't, when I say don't, I'm saying you might have to. You're, you're uh, somewhat aware of your own mind stream and what is happening there. So you may start taking walks. I'm not against taking walks, but sometimes the taking walks will reduce the, the difficulty because you're, you're active. Any, the body and mind are not two separate things. They just look like it, if you sure you've heard me say before. So you have no, no say so or very little about the mind but you can do things with your body. That's where yoga comes from, yoga or yoke or discipline. Discipline is, discipline is not about control, unless you're in the Marine Corps, and then of course it is. And it's about all kinds of control, intense, angry, aggressive control. And, but the way I understand discipline is intent, as I've been talking about lately. It's the intention. If you start looking at results, you, you might as well be uh, doing a, a mundane project where you have to paint the house and you need to get the house is now painted. 
So as a result, whereas when you get into the mainstream and into an area that is not particularly following the rules of cause and effect as clearly, I don't quite want to say clearly, as uh, the mundane or the materialistic world, uh, might be good to be as aware as possible in that area rather than go in and try to manipulate something you've not yet really investigated deeply. So, I think I've heard you speak on the Bodhisattva vow as uh, be with all things, put others before yourself, and save all beings. And those all seem to have very different levels of activity. So I wonder if we're endeavoring to function out of the vow, what do we do? Don't do much. Stay with the vow. The vow, if you, if the vow, if your understanding as it will show up is clear in that area, uh, even intellectually, if you know that there's no separate things anywhere, even intellectually, then less is better. Don't meddle is another way of saying it. If you don't do that and you hold back, sometimes called patience, then you'll see more clearly what dependent origination is displaying in front of you uh, that looks, that appears like a mosaic and is not separate. So it appears like causes and conditions coming and going. So less is better. There's more room, keep coming. How do we not fight with what's arising? Fight with it. But when I'm saying fight, I'm not saying uh, uh, don't fight with fighting, don't go to war with war, but actually experience some of the war in your mind before you lock and load, before you go into combat or go into uh, attacking someone, leave the situation that is so frustrating or difficult or frightening to go into war, to start pointing your finger, or blame anything, anywhere. War is about blaming things. So get a taste of it, of what's happening in your mind stream, through your awareness practice. Hold your seat. Intend to see what that is. More? Can activity look like, not doing much look like activity? Yes. Yes, it can, because the intention, if the intention is understood and comes out of your awareness practice, out of shikantaza, out of study, out of probably years of doing this, then the activity that you actually show up as your arm moving to do this, or your voice patterns and vocal cords moving to do, produce something, some kind of production, will come out of a, a deep and a wide understanding of everything around that, that that shows up in that same milieu or that same atmosphere or that same neighborhood then you're you're actually considering you're not balancing you're just aware you don't need to balance anything everything is already balanced it is perfect already this teaching is not something i invented something that's been around for centuries the great perfection it doesn't mean Things aren't screwed up. Of course they are. That wasn't new to you, was it? <laughs> so things are sometimes extremely difficult and painful. The basic first teaching of the Buddha, as we know, as we assume, or as we have come to agree with, is life is suffering. Sometimes people look at that and say, that's a nihilistic religion, because they need results. Buddhism doesn't really need results. It needs to See clearly what this is. How do I relate to don't do much when it doesn't look like what I think it should? I think that's how it's done. Quite often we look at a situation we it doesn't look like the so-called result or easiness or, or balance that we would like, uh, think it should, like your words, how you relate to it. Just observe that. If, it, if it's an emergency a situation where something is burning down, you have to do something about it. You can't just sit there and look at the thing burn down. You're going to have to get a fire hose or something. So it's very, very situational all the time, everywhere. You'll, it'll, it will have its own little alarm clock there about telling you when you have to move into it. And, but if you move into it uh, out of fear, then it's impulse. But if you move, it, move into it out of clarity, and then it's uh, what courage? Bushin bowing. How can we best meet someone where they're at when um, 
it looks like they're being really insane and, and like we have to talk to them about it going well the first thing the, the primary situation is train your mind I'm sure you're doing a lot of sitting meditation when i say a lot that doesn't mean hours and hours it means get to the cushion try to do it several times a week if not every day set up some kind of a schedule and and just just intend to get there and sit down train your intend 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 to see as clearly as you can without inventing a bunch of crap about anything anytime the word about comes about you've actually abandoned what it's about it's the very situation that is there so if you have somebody that's uh you know here again it depends on so much uh, i don't know who you're talking about what the dynamic is whether you're related to them or whether it's true I, I can give you a context if that would help it would help me i think okay it would help you go ahead we have someone in our family who we are pretty sure and they are pretty sure has cancer for the third time and ref is refusing to seek treatment because hmm. they have decided to follow the christian science practice of simply praying it away yeah so how can we talk to her about this how are you doing so far well i mean we're it's everyone's involved is feeling emotional and trying to give her you know not meddling and give her space but now it has become something that could have a potentially awful outcome and so we agree we had made an agreement with her that she would um hear everyone out for a couple of minutes and and that was it but I think at this point, everyone feels like if we don't say something, we'll just always be biting our biting our tongue or something about him. May, may I ask how old this person is? 65. They've been a Christian science all their life? Yes, but not as as strictly as she's gone back to now. So now that I know the situation, I would say stay close. Stay close as a her, right? Yeah. Um, you can see my short-term memory needs some sharpening. Um, stay close to her, stay in touch with her, but but mind your own business. She's Christian Science. This is her spiritual path. No matter how it looks to us, as people who are practicing in a different way mind your own business it's a much bigger picture than any of us think be really respectful to people's apparent confusion if you if you have any way of helping her uh through your own understanding of what this is about like get to the doctor and get a checkup which might sound kind of silly but you'll you'll there'll be a bigger chance of you having some access to her if you relate to her as she is. So respect her, her confusion. I'm calling it confusion, but respect her spiritual path. Sounds like confusion, but respect that too. You know, wasn't that Mary ba Baker Eddy? That <laughs> yeah, she's an interesting character anyway. Um, I'm just saying less is better. I'm not saying don't do anything, but go be with her, talk to her. How are you doing? How's it going? You're feeling better. What, what's been going on? Yeah, I know you've been praying a lot. That's good. That sounds good. Stay with her, stay on her wavelength rather than try to insert your own, uh, from her point of view, stupid ideas. From your point of view, very intelligent, uh, pragmatic, practical things you should do when you have cancer. Bowing, maybe another question that would be more helpful in the situation then is how can i be there for the people who are just determined to change her mind bowing <laughs> i don't know uh, you know that's that's kind of a tall order there uh they heard about meditation <laughs> that's probably, probably a little bit from you <laughs> the thing you do when you waste your time looking at the wall mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so i don't know you but you uh, what, what's happening, everything is dependently risen. So there's no solid being anywhere. That, but the illusion of, of a solid being is just overwhelming. And unless you see through that, which is, if you're here, that's what I'm pointing at. 
I'm not pointing, even pointing at Buddhism. I'm pointing at what the Buddha pointed at, as far as I know. That's how it looks. So when you're with her, when you talk to her, just receive what she's saying. Ask her about it. Ask her about her prayers. Ask her about how that works. Have some, take some interest in what she's doing. And, and no, no, no comment at all about Buddhism or meditation or mind training or anything. It sounds like she might be on a you know, downhill situation there. So be with her in that. That's what's important to be with her. I mean, everything is born, dies. I'm not being particularly pessimistic about it. I'm just, uh, you know, the Buddha got my attention when he said that. Thank you. Welcome. Further questions? Nice show. Nice show, Bowing. Uh, in your earlier answer to Jiuzan, you made a mention of acting out of fear. Is there a difference between acting out of fear and acting with fear arising? Bowing. Big difference. Good question. Uh, fear arising is uh, like very difficult weather, but you still walk through the rain. Uh, acting out of fear uh, is you fight with the rain. This doesn't mean you don't get an umbrella or you, you fight with the, 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 the bad weather. You go to war with it rather than seeing that it is it just needs to occur. How do you know? Because it's occurring. It's dependently risen. Anything that shows up got there, not because this person did a bad thing, but because 15 billion uh, uncountable things happened before to create such a person that would do such a thing. This is what is ignored. It's called that origination. No separate being anywhere. Just the illusion of that is incredibly powerful. So very similar. There was a question in the chat box, but I can't get to it, so I don't know what it says. Gyokudo Bowing. This is from Andrea. Oh, Sonia? Yes. It says, I was looking down from a mountain recently, and looking down onto the city below made me realize how everyone individual down there had has just a complicated life mind as I do. It was terrifying. Should I try to think about it differently? No. Other questions? Nice bowing. Follow up on my last question. Yes. If we are aware that we are doing an activity out of fear, is there anything that we need to do with that? Bowing? Not at all. So the idea is say is to not do that. But if you're doing that, then it's just awareness. Because you have to be respectful of what's arising, what's just behind the fear, what is, uh, you could say, causing the fear. There's so much happening there. It's so very, very complicated. So we keep it very simple. We do a radical or minimal way of training the mind, which is sit down and just observe what's coming and going. It's very uh, interesting and it's very boring until it's not and then it becomes boring again and then it, then it becomes kind of useless it could go through all kinds of different stages or phases Mondo. Mondo what is your primary teaching about? see the truth yourself train the mind it's primary Divine. where is the teaching coming from what i'm saying i'm looking at it I could also say, in a situation, I could also say, save all beings, put everyone before yourself. Depends on who's asking that question. You're asking the question, so I respond to you. It's meant for everybody also. But someone else, I might, I might say, uh, put others before yourself. For some people, I would say that consistently because of what I see. So I don't read minds, as I've said before, but I see because I see what this is. Uh, and you are in this milieu, and I see if you come to me and as a student, I see what, what you're dealing with. You don't have to tell me, you don't have to even open your mouth. 
or you can maybe squeak a little bit. So you don't have to open your mouth because it shows up. But that doesn't mean I can go back and say, oh, you need to stop doing this or doing this or make some modification. What I will say is train your mind, keep practicing, return to the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha as a structure that will help you see clearly. Once you see what this is, you don't need anything else. You don't need to do anything else. There isn't anything else. What is behind the confidence in which you speak? Nothing. Nothing there. Teaching of uh, Shunyata or emptiness. Everything is empty of your perception, empty of your conclusion about it. It's empty. It doesn't mean nothing is there. In the relative sense, it just means it's empty of your imputation. <clears throat> so it's empty. So there's nothing behind anything. In order to have something behind something, you have to have two things. And there aren't two things. If you see it, you're done. You're done for it too. More, please. Give me those questions. But how do you know you see it? There's no one left to know anything, which is terrifying to ego. When it starts to come around that bend or over that cliff or through that tunnel, it's like, uh oh, this is not good. This is, I'm going down. I'm not going to make it through this. I won't come out of this alive. Who knows this? Knowing knows it. Wisdom knows it. Wisdom is not something you have, it's something you are. And if you think it's something you have, then you've got work to do. When I say work, more, more training to do, depending on your form of confusion. It could be more working with a teacher, more working with, the, te with the, the, the concepts of the teaching, more working with the community. More, please. How do you know that it's wisdom? How, how is wisdom arising? How is it? It's not separate. So there is no personality there anymore. The, the way Trungpa Rinpoche would talk about this is talking to me is like talking to a dead man. I could say the same thing, but I don't want to steal his lines. No one home. There's something there, but it's just this. And it's not a, like, oh, I have wisdom, or I am wisdom. There's not, there's not a, a coming together of some kind of thing that says, I'm wise, and I know, and no one else knows. No. It. She's unbowing, looking for help understanding what the seeing is, because as you said, it, it doesn't mean like an infallibility or that a misunderstanding can't happen. So what, what is seeing that's not um, traditional knowing? Wow. Well, you see the difference between traditional knowing. I know this is a piece of wood, and this is another piece of wood. And you strike them together. That's a sound of traditional knowing. But prajna or shinana or jnana is, is a knowing without a knower. It's just, it's just knowing. And so it's not limited to items, or cause and effect, or results. There's no interest in results. That's, that's like, it's just like a burrowing under the ground, going back into results. She is on What is it when you misunderstand something? When I do, simple. I just misunderstand. I misheard or heard someone say, "Oh, I thought you meant, you know, let's go get ice cream." And then I said, and then, and so I didn't go. And then later on, I heard. I realized, then I thought, "Oh, you said let's go get a hamburger," which I would have gone. Stupid, silly, but it's like that kind of. It's very, very simple. Where it's very, um, if there, if there any, if there's any kind of ego mind happening there, then it will get embarrassed and start to defend itself or explain itself. Or uh, there's no explaining. You may catch me explaining stuff, or maybe even being defensive. But it doesn't last long. There's no defender. Even the defensiveness comes out of the dependent origination that brought this old man, who used to be a baby, into this world. Seventy—I don't do numbers very well, but right around seventy-eight years ago, I was the same age as you. 
son. You think he was difficult? He was a human cannonball. Just saying that dependent origination needs to be received. It need, they need to look and observe without immediately condemning this and, uh, and promoting this. Jay's oh. mind. Um, what is the ordinariness? Or is there anything that's not ordinary about realization? Well, it's not ordinary in that, in that it's vast and profound. It's, it doesn't end. It's profound and it's astonishing wisdom of the nature of, uh, of what we're calling reality. You, you see it, you know it, you smell it, you taste it. Everything is that. One taste. You see it. And the ordinariness of it is uh, it's nothing special. There, there's no, in order to be special, it has to contrast with something it's vast and profound, but it doesn't contrast with it. It's the same. It's called non-duality, non advaita, in the technical Sanskrit. So it's not two, it's not divided, but everywhere we look, we see division, 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 division different people, different countries, different races, different skin colors, uh, different, we, we, uh, the differentiation goes right up to the final dif differentiation, which is life and death. There is a difference between a living being and a corpse. But not in the way you think. Toji. Hi, Toji Bali. Can prajna and confusion exist simultaneously? They always do. Who is Toji Bali? Who is it that's confused and who is it that's wise? Same. Nothing has to be corrected. You don't have to fix yourself and be a wiser, better, less confused person. Drunk Rinpoche would say, uh, be genuine. How, do you, how can you be genuine if you feel like you're full of crap and you're full of confusion? And you're, well, be genuine. I, I say it a little bit differently. I say, be the confusion or the difficulty you're trying to get rid of. You might want to try that for a while. In other words, be sick. Be not to go overboard and make that a justification for doing harmful things to others. Go ahead, please. How, how, how is Prajna confusion? Because that's what it looks at. The Buddha, when the Buddha awoke, here's the Buddha meditating, meditating, meditating. Years are going by. Starvation is going by. Sitting on, on the pointy rocks is going by. Whatever other crap he did to himself to try to understand the cause of suffering. So he deliberately tortured himself so he could see how suffering worked. We don't need to do that. Although some traditions still torture themselves for some reason. So, and then when he saw what this was, he saw delusion, he saw confusion, he saw the entire expanse of it. So his awakening was to see delusion. And that's what you are being encouraged to do. See that, don't, don't agree. Don't disagree and don't ignore. In this way, the self-centeredness, the ego mind cannot, it cannot thrive or live or even can't conduct its business because it has no nutrition. It feeds on passion, aggression, and ignorance. I like it, I don't like it, what problem? But when we're lost in confusion, should we look for that? So, You could. There's, there's reminders. You can just like you return uh, a good practice, a highly encouraged practice is in the morning, sit down before your altar or your white wall. I take refuge in the Buddha, take refuge in the Dharma, take refuge in the Sangha, and perhaps I take refuge in the teacher. Depends on how you want to say that. The Tibetan tradition emphasizes that. The Zen tradition does not in that way. And take your seat and look at it. Look at the confusion or look at the wall or whatever's there that's showing up in the mind. Just train your mind to see clearly. Didn't ask your, answer your question. Right? No. Based on your, your last comment there, uh, sometimes it feels like when I've answered a question, you answer a different question. What is happening there? I'm probably confused. Give me an example. So you're saying, you smarty pants, you think 
that the question that you ask, I'm answering something else. It feels is like... Is that why I've been accused of, what's that, mental illness? No, what was that? Senility? No. I can't remember. It starts with a D. Dyspepsia. Uh, oh, dithrambic oscillation between bowls. Go ahead, please. Just like you said to Choji right now, I get to answer your question. I'm watching to see how he responds to that. How did he respond? He wasn't sure what he'd asked. Am I correct? Don't argue with me. <laughs> no, you can. So what happened? You at, go ahead, please. Yeah, uh, I told you about it. Uh, it seems like any question that I can really, really ask and know what I'm asking, the answer comes in the posing of the question. So mm -hmm. my questions are always confused to me. Sounds good to me. Make sense? <laughs> That's a question. Does it make sense? <laughs> what do you mean it doesn't make sense? I have a hard time understanding. You think that you, you have a hard time that you should try harder? Um, I would say no. Question. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta really get a hold of that. So there's a couple of questions in the box there, and I don't see other anybody holding their wings in the air. Oh, Teresa, you have a question? I see your hands up. Teresa Bowling, yes, thank you. Um, <clears throat> lately, I've been feeling a lot of hypocrisy or feeling like a hypocrite what are ways that i can um work with that in a genuine way the hypocrisy selling if you're feeling some of that that probably is the genuineness you're acknowledging your your bias or you're acknowledging your confusion around different kinds of positions and so on so yeah so i think you're already doing it the way I see it, and the way you're asking the question, just continue. It's uncomfortable, but it sounds like you're spontaneously just looking at your own hypocrisy. That's called awareness. Don't correct it. You may need it when you run into somebody else who needs help in that area. Jen, were you, were you bowing or were you blowing your nose? Sir. Shoto bowing, this is a question from YouTube. From Lynn Rowe, who I believe is Lydia from Indiana. Okay. I am the guardian of a 13 year old, and I tell her constantly that lying is wrong. Is lying wrong? We, we all lie all the time. So now that's, that's very situational. So someone 13, uh, have to see a bigger picture of that. It's such a big situation. The idea is to observe, to be aware. That you're lying rather than just make it the conventional don't say something about something that is not true it's, it's not just that we're actually lying quite a bit so probably the way uh it was lit probably the way i'm understanding your question i would say that probably should just do what you're doing right now Train your mind, that's the most important thing, so that anything you do in regard to anyone who's 13 uh, has as much receiving as possible, rather than just orders from, uh, from headquarters, so to speak. A little bit of that. You could have a discussion with her about it. You could actually include your own struggle, if you had one, or maybe difficulty with lying. Everyone lies. You're, you're lying. You're lying to yourself if you think that what is in front of you is something else. That's a lie. It's untrue. Isn't it something, if you think something is untrue, isn't that lying to yourself? I mean, if, if you think something that is true that is untrue, isn't that lying to yourself? You lie to protect the self. 
the imaginary self called the ego or the narcissism. And, and fundamentally, realistically, deeply, uh, there's nothing threatened. Why is there nothing threatened? Because there isn't anything to be threatened other than the concoction we come up with, which is our defensiveness. Anytime anybody defends anything, it's ego, even if they're even if they're relatively correct, it's still self-centered, yes. Um, can we can we explain why we did something without it being a defense? Sure. But if you're if you start explaining why you did something before the per person is finished accusing you. You might want to get a, give, it, give the whole thing a chance to totally flourish in front of you so you totally are just a miserable failure. And then you might say, it's, a, it's situational. You might say to the, if the person still standing there that has accused you, I'm kind of inventing this, then you might say, well, there's reasons why that showed up that way. And then stop. If the person is interested in, the, in what that is, uh, and they say, so what are they or what is that? If someone is, is not willing to hear your explanation, then that's another form of confusion. They, they come to their conclusion and they don't want anybody doing anything with it. They know what is right and what you did and was wrong and you shouldn't have done it. Complicated. Especially complicated when they're, when they're mind streams that feel like there's someone here that has to be protected protected or defended against someone out there or anything. Kiyun. Kiyun Bali, um, earlier in your responding to Owen Bill, you said no one home, or no one home. Um, what do you mean by that? Um, I, I would say that that's a, it's kind of conventional. That's been said before in the, in the various traditions that there's no doesn't feel like there's anybody there. There's a voice and there's a hand gesture. All kinds of things are happening relative to what is showing up, relative to questions, dependent origination. The question shows up and dependent origination provides. Not getting in the way of the truth and when the vocal cords are running. What's happening when that happens? Not much. No one home. It just means it's a way of talking about there's no, even though it appears like there's a, an old man here sitting, uh, waving his hands and spouting off or responding to questions in whatever way. But there's but one more. There's fundamentally no, no identity happening. I'm not claiming a credential, I'm not claiming anything. To claim anything is, is an ego. Go ahead. Combine what happens to what's arising in the hotel. Flies around for a little while and then dies. Further questions? Gyokudo Boeing. Go ahead, Gyokudo. There's a question from Sheldon in the chat box. It says oh. <clears throat> there always seems to be a struggle between nihilism and hope. In other words, I hope that things will get better, and then I think there is no hope. Is there a comfortable place to see those positions from without engaging in the circular thinking? Uh, you might not like the answer, but here it comes. Find out there's no one that's uncomfortable. Uncomfortable, uncomfortability, is that a word? Uncomfortability, uncomfortabilitation. Discomfort, thank you, Katie. Discomfort. There's no one who, who is discomfortable. Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable, thank you, Katie. So there's there's no person there. Uncomfortable. This is a this is why it's so difficult to see this, is because the discomfort, the suffering, or the is still going to arise as long as there's a human form anywhere, because we have nerve endings everywhere, even the nerve endings and the and the emotions in the mind stream that don't show up as particular fingertips, but there's still an incredible sensitivity there. 
So that and the karma that shows up with this person before realization, after realization, is still there. There's a Yaku Joe's fox, is the, the Zen uh, um, the koan that talks about some. Yaku uh, Joe, I think, was asked, uh, was challenged about this. this there was still somebody there. I can't remember how the whole thing went. But anyway, since he still claimed that he was uh, somehow enlightened or something, he had to spend what, 300 years as a fox. And probably not, because that's kind of hyperbole. It's probably only 100. But it's a way of talking about it that, you know, that don't grasp at anything. Don't reject anything. And don't shut down on anything. Liberate yourself. And we have to do that through seeing a Sheldon. We have to do that through looking and seeing that there, even though these intense feelings or emotions come and go, if you do anything with the emotion, here's the emotion coming up. If you reject it, ego. If you accept it, ego. And what I'm saying is fueling the ego. It's dependently arisen, as is the ego. But if you do anything with what's coming and going, negative feelings of depression, negative feelings of Anything, uh, anything comes and goes, which doesn't mean that you shut that off. No, it's just, it just it comes and goes and comes and goes. And eventually the ego, as Trunk Rinpoche says, wears out. Just like wearing, wearing a shoe, you, don't, you never get it rehealed. It just wears out. The ego never gets reimbursement for anything. Go ahead, Jen. Jen Bowling, what role does the body play in meeting dependent origination bound. So the body mind are separated into the way we see it, but they're fundamentally not separate. They're, they're, they're the same thing operating on so many different levels or ranks or filings or they're not different things. It's just this, it's just this, it's just this body mind complex. Dogen says uh, in the 13th century, in his Shobogenzo says, as an instruction to his students, drop off body and mind. He didn't say get rid of the body and get rid of your mind. He's talking about the attachment to body and mind. So just see that the body and the mind, two different ways of talking about the body, two different ways of talking about the mind. Everything is mind. Everything is body. So we, we just observe that. And notice the attachment. As long as you're alive, then there's going to be strong attachment, and then it'll back off, and there'll be all kinds of various weather, depending on the, the karma that even brought you into this realm, the human realm, the six realms, in the first place. So just as much as you can, just receive. And this way, by receiving, you're just receiving this. You're not, you're not doing anything with it. If, it's, if, it's, if it came like a box uh, tied up with a bow, you might not even open it. You received it, set it aside. I say set it aside, don't throw it away, but just set it down. Body arises. Realize the body, feel the body, but, but it's unreal. Go ahead, Jen. Jen Bowie, that's what I was going to ask. When there's a, a thought arises with a very strong bodily sensation, maybe do we just meet that or feel that sensation without trying to go down a yeah take no don't you know don't no matter what comes to the door don't take any offers i mean listen look at the sales pitch or listen to the sales pitch and whatever it may be about the body and about the feelings and, oh i have to do this because of this don't do anything at all just just receive this doesn't mean that by doing this eventually uh it won't might become so insistent that you really need to do something in some area because in order to save your life, perhaps, just like the, the question that, uh, that Bushin asked about her, uh, someone in her family who's, who's is ill, but has a, another orientation, has a religious path, and she's tied into it. So you might, if you're right with her, right with that situation, listening, receiving, and any opportunity does show up to to move into that with some kind of a what, recommendation for her. I don't know how it show up. Probably, prob it is probably unlikely. The more people become afraid, the more they become attached to their beliefs. 
So more, Jen? Question from Jethro. Jethro. Why is uncertainty around a feeling or situation so very uncomfortable for us, even more so than a seemingly clear but extremely negative emotion or situation? So it's a why question, and it's why is it? It's I could come up with some various uh, ideas or interpretations or analysis about it. I don't think it's important to know that. It's important to just watch it. And one of the things that's happening, I'm not accusing you of anything, Jethro, but I'm just saying that one of the things that the ego will do is move away from the immediacy, the intimacy of the emotion itself that is does not feel good, is not comfortable, and move into something about it, trying to figure it out. Why is it, why is this more than that? Why, why? Those why questions are circles and they will, it's just like you've just left the, the area of observing, observing into jumping on some kind of a rotating merry-go-round just because it feels safer to go in circles. Why because, why because, why because. So if you want, if there's something below that that I am missing, which is likely, uh, if you want to simplify that and uh, rephrase that into a question that doesn't completely put me in a spot of having to uh, respond to something that is very complicated. We run the chat box from somebody. Go ahead. A question from Jeremy Gray. Go ahead. You said to look at the confusion. Is everything confusion? Is everything perfect? Yes. Another chat box. There's more, four chat boxes down there. Gilkado Bowing. Yes, Gilkado. Thank you. The um, this question is from Laura Cordaro. Cordero. This hits for me. Uncertainty about whether or not I go with my husband on vacation to Europe in eight days. Bowing. So that's a. <laughs> That's a big one, but uh, I come back to something I say all the time to people. Don't do anything unless you have to. Don't go anywhere if, unless you have to go. Why would you go anywhere if you don't have to do it? When I say have to, the causes and conditions that are around you, and one of them could be some kind of paranoia. One of them could be whatever, fear of all kinds of things. The COVID situation, there's just so much. Less is better. Uh, that doesn't mean that he has to go by himself necessarily. Uh, he might not want to go without you. And you also can listen to what I'm saying here and, and reflect on it and think, I, I really need to go. I really need to go with him. I really need to go and do this. But that's, it's not a decision I'm going to make for, for you, but put some tension on it so that the, so putting some tension on, on that, I don't have to do, I do not have to do that. And then watch what, what pulls you out of that a fortress of, I don't have to do that. We'll pull you out into the open where you have, you've got to get on that, have to get on that stage. The 310 to Yuma. Any further ones in the chat box? Teresa Bowling. Go ahead, Teresa. Yesterday it came up that uh, you said Shoka tends to be a little more porous. What are you pointing to when you say a person is porous? Alan. Very, very, uh, very sensitive to everything that's happening. Anything that's happening everywhere, not only in this realm, but all, all kinds of other layers of consciousness. Most people don't see that. He does. That doesn't make him a magician. Where is he? He's laughing at what I said, which is a good sign. It just means that he's receiving a lot of stuff. Some people are all tightened down they think that this is a solid world and they're alive and they're going somewhere and and other people uh need to get a job people actually are so incredibly materialistic they don't even haven't even acknowledged life and death we should leave them alone they're, they are not porous they are highly sealed off all all of their portals are sealed off with their ideas opinions concepts past karma 
anything you want to say about that the descriptive whereas uh, that's why uh, speaking in place of Shoka Shoka uh, was probably pretty confusing to his uh, early caretakers sometimes called parents because of this someone that was seeing everything everywhere they thought he was perhaps they thought he was crazy but he was not he just could see see really well so what's above my head Choka? tell me the crown above my head i don't have any money so if you're trying to get some kind of help <laughs> so what's up in that corner up there so an alien that looks like a monkey. Okay. Enough said. You see what I'm saying? What if you were eight years old and you told your parents this? They would what? Shut you down or drug you or do something with you because you're wrong. Receive, 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 receive everything. Are there aliens? Of course they are. Of course there are. I don't see them. I don't have to see them. I don't have to see them individually. So some people are very open to this and can receive this. We should respect those people. Not Shoka, particularly. We have to respect him. But any any further question in the chat box, or should we? It looks like there's four down there, but maybe we've already talked, responded to those. Not even about aliens, my goodness. No, I guess not. Okay, we'll close. Thank you so much. Bian, go take a nap. You look sleepy. May the merit of this penetrating to all places so that we and every sentient being together can realize the Buddha's way. The ten directions of the three worlds, all Buddhas, all venerable ones, Bodhisattvas, Mahasattvas, the great Prajna Paramita. Buddhas and Bodhisattvas of the Ten Directions and the Three Times, please hear us. Please come down out of the light and protect Sotapoji Buddhist Temple Monastery, our Sangha families, friends, and visitors. Heal everyone who is unhappy, sick, or suffering and fill them with light. If you value the teachings of Sokozan and you would like to support his teaching work and the functions of Sokokoji Buddhist Temple Monastery, which also supports monk and practice residents, please consider giving a donation by visiting our website at sokukoji.org.